0: From Proverbs chapter one. If you would turn with me to Proverbs chapter one. Proverbs chapter one. Thank you, Father. I hope you've been in God's Word this week. I hope you've been in God's Word this week. There's nothing that is more important than for us to get along with Him. Thank you, Father. Proverbs chapter 1. I'm not going to speak very long, but I, I believe this is the Lord's direction. I don't know why He does this, but. Uh, Wrote nine pages of notes yesterday and not using them today. Maybe another time. This is wisdom who is speaking. And of course, Jesus Christ is wisdom. He's made unto us. The scripture says that Jesus is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. So this this is the word of the Lord. I think sometimes people, um, they uh, maybe through a lack of understanding, I don't know, but they think there are some passages in God's word that are much more, um, much more, much more. Um, <clears throat> I don't know what I'm trying to say. God's Word says that all Scripture, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. And all Scripture is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness. So don't be a person that just takes a few of the passages and And maybe they become our favorite, and we don't really value the whole counsel of God. One of the responsibilities of any minister of the gospel is to proclaim the whole counsel of God. That means all the subjects in the Bible are important. And the very one that we think might be least important when we need it most, becomes our most important passage in all of God's Word. He says in Proverbs chapter 1, beginning at verse 22, How long, ye simple ones, will ye love simplicity? And the scorners delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge." My text is begins here. He says, Turn, turn you at my reproof. The the, um, the translation that we have on the screen says, At my rebuke, turn you at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you, and I will make known. My words unto you, because I have called and ye have refused, I have stretched forth my hand and no man regarded, but ye have said it not, all my counsel, and would none of my reproof, I also will laugh at your calamity, and I will mock when your fear cometh. When your fear cometh as desolation and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind, when distress and anguish cometh upon you, then shall they call upon me, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. For that they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. They would none of my counsel they despised all my reproof. Therefore, they shall eat of the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own devices. For the turning away of the simple shall slay them, and the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. But whoso hearkeneth unto me, we went through quite a number of verses to get to verse 33. But whoso hearkeneth unto me, or the word hearken could mean who listens to me and does what I tell them to do, whosoever hearketh unto me shall dwell safely and shall be quiet from fear of evil. Father, I pray that in these moments before us, I pray that you would help me to Discern your mind and speak your words, Lord, in Jesus' precious name. And we thank you for it. Amen. I believe that one of the greatest privileges that we have as a child of God, one of the greatest privileges that we have as a child of God is when the Lord helps us to see that we're going the wrong way. He says, turn at my reproof. One of the most wonderful things that happens in our lives when we're going down a path and it is not the path that God wants us to be on, it is a wonderful blessing when he brings reproof to us. Helps us to see that we need to turn. Turn, he says, at my reproof. A lot of people believe that the Lord jumps on people, beats them up, makes them feel terrible about where they are. But that is not our father. That's not our father, Brother David. When we're going the wrong way, what he simply wants us to do is make a turn. Just turn at his reproof. The Bible says that a child that doesn't, isn't reproved by his parents will bring those parents to shame and to pain. And it is true. And God is a faithful father he is a faithful father, and if you and I will look to him, he will show us when we are going in the direction that is going to be harmful to us in our lives. I value that in my life. I thank God for that in my life it hasn 't been many days ago now that I thought I was going in this direction and that I was following the leading of the spirit of the Lord and Very quietly, very calmly, very lovingly, he showed me, you need to come over here. You need to turn. There's nothing more important. There's nothing more wonderful than to know that we can trust our Father to help us to see when we need to be reproved. What a wonderful father you and I have. I can remember when I was coming up there were some times when my dad said, I need you to come back here. We need to have a talk. And it wasn't very pleasurable. But it yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness when a father brings correction to his son. I can remember some specific instances where my dad said, uh, lean over and catch your ankles. And he took this belt and he applied the rod of correction. You know, I thought at the time that that was real mean. I thought he was too rough at times. I thought that probably I was the only young person in our church or in our school that ever got that kind of treatment. But I want to tell you, it was the best thing that could have happened in my life. And see, God knows where we are. God knows the path that we are going down in our life. At this very moment, he knows the path on which we are traveling. And he knows that his own word says that a man's ways, all of a man's ways are right in his own eyes. But that doesn't make them right. That doesn't make them right. My favorite preacher in the world has been dead for 110 years. But I found some books by him and in one of those books he said, the worse a man is, the less he knows it. The worse a man is, the less he knows it. I like to see it when parents deal with their children with a gentle, hand I like to see it when that happens because that child will be brought into the path that is good for him the path that leads to life the path that leads to righteousness and if we have that desire for our children if we have that desire We ought to desire that our Father will show us when we are wrong. I know one person in church today, I'm not going to name the person, but I know one person in church today that when his parents used to get on to him, he would shake like this. He wasn't really afraid of us, but he was afraid of the rod of correction. I won't tell you who it was, don't even ask me. Do you know, the Lord knows exactly what he needs to do to help us see when we are wrong. He knows exactly what to do when he sees that we are wrong and he loves us too much to let us go down a path that will lead to heartache and care and remorse. He loves us too much for that. And that's why, He brings correction in our lives. He wants us to have a life that is filled with enjoyment and peace and rejoicing and joy, unspeakable and full of glory. So we can expect that from time to time in our lives, God will bring correction to us. What a wonderful father we have. What a wonderful father we have. We ought to just stop right here for a minute and just thank him. We ought to just stop and thank him. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, for your correction. We thank you for your correction, Lord. Sometimes we don't feel like we can, but we do thank you for your correction, Lord, in our lives. Lord, you said, when you're wrong, all I want you to do is turn. You said, Lord, that when we're wrong, all you want us to do is make the turn that you're showing us to take in our lives. What a father. What a father. What a father. You see, two of the greatest blessings, two of the greatest blessings that any child of God ever receives is connected to what we're talking about. It's connected to turning when God says, I want you to turn. What are they? Number one, turn you at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. You know, many years ago, there were people that, um, I'm not thinking of anyone in particular, but there were people that tarried for the baptism of the Holy Spirit up in the years. I mean, some people had been seeking the baptism of the Holy Spirit, tearing for it to come for 20 or 30 years. And it made you wonder, what, what is the deal here? What is the deal here? On the day of Pentecost, the Spirit of God came down and filled 120 people or so with the Spirit of God. And so it ought to be that way today. It ought to be that way today. God wants us to be filled to overflowing with His Spirit. And sometimes the thing that is keeping us from receiving the Spirit of God in a bountiful supply is that we have not turned. Another one of my favorite preachers, I don't even know if he's still around either. His name was Bob Mumford. It's very widely known in the '80s. He said that one day the Lord said to him, "Bob, you and I have a controversy, and I don't change. I'm going to get it. You and I have a controversy, and I do not change. God will not change His mind. He will not fill us. He will not pour his spirit upon us if we're walking in disobedience. So he says, I want you to turn and go the way that I show you to go. The second thing, equally as important, he says, turn you at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you and I will make known my words. I will make known my words Unto you, All of us know, but I'm going to remind us that God wants to speak to his children regularly. He wants to speak to us. He will speak to us sometimes through myself or, or many times through our, our pastor, our senior pastor. And to others that we know, people that care about us but there's there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of places in the scriptures where God says that his spirit will lead us into all the truth and the way that happens is he speaks to us he speaks to us now i don't I almost never hear him here but our spirit Just like our body has hearing, our spirit has the ability to hear God. But if we're not in line with God's desires for us, if we're not walking in the light as He is in the light, we're not going to have that fellowship and we won't hear His voice and we will wake up one day to realize that He doesn't speak to us anymore. You say, well, that doesn't seem right. You know what he's waiting for? You know what he's waiting for? He's waiting for us to turn. He's waiting for us to turn. He says, now this is not the path for you, but this is the path for you. I want you to go this way. It will be the best thing for you. It will will be absolutely wonderful for you. But we'll stop hearing We'll stop hearing if God says, I want you to turn and we reject his word. How important is it? How important is it that he gives us his words? I will make known my words unto you. I will make known my words unto you. Well, I can tell you this. Sometimes it will save our life. Sometimes it will save our life, our natural, physical life. I had a pastor friend that used to pastor between Florence, I mean, between Darlington and Hartsville. And he and his family were going for a few days I think at a lake. It might have been at the ocean. I'm not sure which. But there was the house that they were staying in. They had several children. The house that they were staying in didn't have a dock. But the house next to them little good little ways over there had a dock. And his Early in the morning, maybe six o'clock, just barely daylight, his boys decided to go down and jump off the dock and just have a great time together. Jim and his wife, Viola, were sitting on the porch. They were drinking coffee. And it wasn't very long until they heard a splash. And Jim knew, immediately, he knew that his son that could not swim had dove off into that water, dark, murky water, and that there was real problems. So he jumped up, took off, and ran as fast as he could over to the dock. And all the way there, all the way there, he said the spirit was saying to him, listen to me are you going to lose your son? Listen to me, or are you going to lose your son? All the way there, that's what he was hearing from the Spirit of God. See how important it is? All the way there, running as fast as he could, Jim said to me, the Spirit of the Lord was saying, you better listen to me, or are you going to lose your son? When he got almost to the end of the dock, He said that the Spirit of the Lord gave him a little vision. And I don't even know that I can do it anymore. I used to do it. But he said the Spirit of the Lord showed him to jump right over there just like this. And when he did, in that dark, murky water, when he did, his hand went on his child's head. He pulled him up and put him back on the dock. I tell you, it is important that we learn, if we haven't already learned, that we learn to hear the Spirit of God. And it happens very often when we have said before God, Father, show me what it is that I'm doing that is not in keeping with your will. Show me what I'm doing. Show me the path that I'm on that is not right for me and the path that you want me to be on. Show me all of that, Lord. And when we pray that way, guess what happens? God will show us. God will show us. And it can be corrected in just a moment of time. Turn at my reproof, he said. I will pour out my spirit unto you, and I will make known my words to you. That is the word of the Lord for us. That is the word of the Lord for us. Maybe you have been struggling and struggling and struggling and struggling. Maybe you don't know what to do. Maybe you don't know where to turn. I've got good news for you. And that is that our God knows right where we are. And if we're out there on that road that the prodigal was on, if we're out there, he wants to bring us back. He wants to show us the path and bring us home to our father. Nothing is more important, nothing is more important than for us to turn at God's reproof he will be faithful to do what he said he would do. He will be faithful. He promises and he will deliver on his promises. I'm going to ask our ushers if they would come forward and uh, Brother Jordan, would you come? We're going to receive the morning tithes and offerings. Would you stand with me? Everyone standing, please. Thank you, Father. Father, as your people bring the tithe into the storehouse, I pray that you would bless them. I pray that you would supply everything that they need for their lives, oh God, even as you promised, Lord. Thank you for your wonderful word today, Father. May we treasure it, Lord. May we treasure your word. May we stand on your word. Oh God, in Jesus' name I pray. I thank you for it. All right, brothers, if you would receive One of our greatest tools in worship. Would you give with us on today in your worship? You can give online at theassemblyflorence.org. Navigate to the top right corner. If you're on a desktop, click the Give Now button. If you're on a mobile device, tablet, smartphone, click the three horizontal lines in the top right corner of the screen and click the Give Now button. Both of those Give Now buttons will take you to our online giving platform. You can also text to give by texting the number 77977 that says SC Assembly Give, and that's all one word. You'll receive step-by-step instructions on how to give via text. Lastly, you can give by mailing in check or money order to The Assembly at 2925 West Palmetto Street, Florence, South Carolina, 29501. Help us to advance the kingdom of God all around the world.